Hi, this is Jess and Meg, your new life guides to this gigantic landmass of a city, Jacksonville, Florida, aka the River City, aka Bold City, aka Duval, aka the 904. Welcome, everybody. This is our second episode, and we're excited that our friends and family listen to us. Uh, we're pretty excited about the reception and listens that we had over. Um, last week for our first episode and we are hoping to keep going so so far we're a hit we were uh, picked up and retweeted by jack's beer society um and we're on the road to stardom we're very excited i did reach out to mayor lenny curry to ask him what his favorite thing about jacksonville was in preparation for this and he let me down he did not answer but i would assume that his favorite thing is that he is the mayor of this city and a huge Jacksonville Jaguars fan. <laughs> um, so if you're not already, please, please follow us on social media. Please. Y'all know social media is life. It's live from Jax on all the platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So um, I sent out this link to my some people for feedback and I think the person that was my harshest critic was my brother. He uh, really had some Dang it, Shane. I know. <laughs> he was, you know, he had he gave me a long lecture about all the ums I said throughout the um, the podcast, which I just said another one, so there you go. Way to develop a complex. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's going to be counting all of them and following up with me to let me know. Uh, he also got very annoyed at one point. I clicked a pen a couple of times. Uh, it was a bit of a, just like a nervous tick or trying to get my thoughts together. And um, he, he was like, you know, I was listening to the podcast in my car with surround sound. And that, you know, that was just very disrupting erupt and he you know it, it ruined his audio experience so I've removed all clicky pens from the room well that's what you get for having a 2016 model okay yeah. you need to be like the rest <laughs> of us and whip the 2014 or, no or older sound. no surround sound maybe <laughs> let me tell you how bad I feel for you Shane I mean I still need an ox cord that's right? that's how I have I'm a right. tape that goes into my tape player. <laughs> I can never get those to work I tried so hard. Shout out to Ashley Porter for having the best tape player CD Slash thingamajigger. IPod, <laughs> iPod listener. <laughs> um, yeah, that never worked for me. I had to wait until it was, or until you could get an aux cord. Like when they had those things that you plugged into your um, lighter. Cigarette lighter? Cigarette lighter. Those never worked for me either. And mm -hmm. I always like go for like the like the mid range model, like the one that wasn't the cheapest. And please don't turn it up because it's gonna it's gonna start getting staticky. Yeah, and it or just that doesn't weird look good. Sound like ee in the background. So apparently my brother is a baller and he has sound in his car and it's affecting me negatively. I do have to say I was excited to see so many people reach out to us and and just tell us that they enjoyed listening to it. Um, because we, we decided to do it because we love the city of Jacksonville and to have people, I actually did have one person tell me how much they hate Jacksonville and how happy they were to move away. Um, <laughs> you know, but that was pretty much it, but that person still listened. So that's what's important. Mm -hmm. Maybe we can, you know, change that, the haters, bring, <laughs> bring them back, make them 
Love Jacksonville. Did you have, um, did your uh, significant other listen to the podcast? He did not. Oh, he didn't? Mm-mm. Mm. It's okay. I don't think it's going to last long. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. And at the end, you're going to be like, you never listened to my podcast. As a matter of fact, I have something very important to tell you, Greg, and I will tell you at the end of the show. So... <laughs> He'll be sure to listen. Starts He'll with the sure. I am. <laughs> that doesn't mean he's going to listen, though. <laughs> it's worth a shot. All right. So the theme for this episode is part two of Jacksonville's come a long way since the 90s. We really had a lot of things to talk about because Jacksonville has done a lot since the 90s, but we were running way over time in the last show. So we wanted to, to take this time and hopefully keep this episode shorter and but still get in some really significant moments that have happened so or that are happening so the first thing we're going to talk about is probably something that not a lot of people have um have really thought about or paid attention to a lot i know there's a lot of focus on downtown jacksonville and the urban core rejuvenation but um we're kind of experiencing a rejuvenation in the area that we grew up in, and that is Mayport. Yes. So we're going to talk, so we want to talk a little bit about how Mayport is going to become the new hotness of Jacksonville. Basically, because it's right by the beach, and it's already got some great, close by some great areas of town, at um, Atlantic Beach, Jack's Beach, and then it's not too far to get you know, intercoastal west and then get on to JTPA and make it downtown. So it's a great location. There's lots of av- um, parks, a lot of avenues to get out of the area into other places of town. So, um, Megan, do you want to talk about some of the things that we discussed? Going, out and going on out here? Well, um, there are some great people out in Mayport um, that are organizing the Mayport Corridor where they're encouraging the city of Atlantic Beach, the, the part of Mayport Road that falls under the city of Atlantic Beach. Um, they're trying to encourage them to make it easier for businesses to uh, set up shop on Mayport Road, for them to easier for them to obtain permits and, and just to have you know Mayport Road have a little bit more of a lively um, business scene. So that's, that's very exciting. Um, and I, I believe it's called the Mayport Corridor. Um, they, they're having meetings, you know, throughout the month, I think. I, I don't know if they're monthly or um, what they are, but there's another meeting coming up. And I'm actually excited to see businesses um, come to Mayport, Mayport Road. Yeah, we're not used to that. We're used to kind of always um, having to truck it somewhere else and not I mean it would be nice to have a grocery store here that's easily accessible and really um and really have you know some shopping areas and things like that to make it feel like a real community so I'm excited about that and I think the first kind of sign that some stuff was happening here and it's been a long time coming um is the food scene that we have just a little bit it's happening um we got we have well mayport road is full of great restaurants um you have the the thai the um vietnamese but mm. then we also just they just put out a publication that has the top 10 philly cheesesteaks in the city of jacksonville and on the the top three the first one was philly's finest in jack's beach 
But then the what followed behind them, number two and number three, was Bongiorno's on Mayport Road and Subcultured on Mayport Road, which Subcultured is probably one of my favorite sandwich restaurants. Um, they have really, really good good food. Um, so I was excited to see Mayport Mayport Road get some some recognition for the restaurants that they have, you know, there. Yeah, definitely time for Mayport to get some love. And that was in Jack's Restaurant Reviews on Instagram. They have, um, that's, I think, who did the um, the article. And there he's really awesome. I've done some of his foodie, like, dinner experiences. And um, so definitely check them out. If you sign up for their um, text alerts, they'll um, alert you to when um, there is, he hosts like special dinners across Jacksonville so you can learn more about the food scene. And then um, we have some rejuvenation happening with our neighborhood. So there was, and I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, you know, it's a really, it's an interesting conversation if you're coming from a socioeconomic standpoint, but um, a lot of the more rundown neighborhoods, low-income neighborhoods, have been um, started to be taken over by newer developments and nicer, bigger houses. And so, you know, it's kind of like this, a nice sign that money is coming. But <laughs> well, you know, the the truth is, the they took down a lot of those low-income neighborhoods ten years ago, and yeah. then they just sat vacant. You know, and so then they become tent cities for the homeless, and then just they just sat vacant. You know, and it was an eyesore. So now they're coming through and they're doing that. But as far as low-income housing, I mean, Beaches, um, what is it? Beaches Habitat for Humanity, mm-hmm. great organization. They're still going strong out here at the beach. They're taking care of the families that you know have been out here for years and and want to remain out here, but maybe cannot keep up with with the the increased prices of housing. real estate. So th- that it's nice to see that, and and that's you know that that's a great thing. Like I said, they for so long they had a lot of places that they knock down just sit vacant and, and again where's an eyesore so yeah that and it was kind of frustrating to see that because you you're like we want to grow we want to be a vibrant community and we're just seeing like half crumbled buildings and um things happen but what ha- what i thought was really great was it what did it used to be called the palms that right there that royal lo- palms. the royal palms like that that it was um low-income housing now they turned it basically beat Beaches Habitat for Humanity has taken it over and they're building a gorgeous neighborhood in Ocean that Gate. lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ocean Gate. It's gorgeous. And it's really great to see. And it, Habitat for Humanity is a great organization to volunteer for. Yeah. For, you know, to, to invest some time into. And I, I've, um, I was excited to see that. And then I'm excited to see there's another really kind of cool condo building coming in right on the edge of Mayport and Atlantic. If you're going coming from the beach going west there's a very um swanky condo community going in which i think is super exciting i haven't really seen anything like that in a while so um definitely looking out for more stuff that i think um you know if you're listening and need some real estate tips investing in mayport might be the thing to do might be the thing to do so another thing um that goes along with all of that is that um you know again these lots have sat vacant for years and years and years and so a lot of the the residents in atlantic beach um are seeing an increase in fox sightings um which you know i think all the residents are handling it very well there was a little bit of a uh, you know there was a period of time when the news was you know getting involved and coming out and doing news stories but I think all the uh, hype has kind of died down, and people have just kind of, been, you know, realize that they're not really doing much harm, and that they're 
they're okay with having them in their community. So I think it's a very unique community out here. We still enjoy, um, you know, the nature and, you know, we have Denton Island Preserve out mm-hmm. here and we have, you have Hannah Park and you have really, the, you know, the old Mayport, the historic Mayport. Um, so there's a lot, you know, a lot to get out and do kayaking and canoeing and biking and all of that stuff. So, um, but then again, you have the, the, you know, the condominiums and the, you know, the new housing developments that are going in. So it's very, it's a very unique um, infrastructure. So that is the hot tip of the neighborhood that you need to keep your eye on. Absolutely. Uh, the next thing that we've really seen um, c- c- explode and grow more in Jacksonville is our um, our media scene. I love magazines. I enjoy reading them. I subscribe to way too many of them and can't keep up or pick up too many of them around Jacksonville and try to read. But over the last few years, uh, there's been a huge growth in some really quality magazines that are bringing attention to the First Coast. Uh, If you're just new here, you've probably noticed there's Void Magazine as a really nice publication that you're able to get for free. Uh, That the great thing about that is it's focused on progressive Northeast Florida culture and a large part of it is focusing on shedding light on the hidden talent of the First Coast. And that magazine started in 2010 um, at the height of recession when media companies weren't doing very well and it's really um, pulled itself up. They do their own festival, avoid festival every year that's well attended and with um, a large craft beer tasting. and. Um, I really like to look to them to read some some interesting articles about um, people in Jacks that you wouldn't realize or have some fame outside of Jacksonville. So I that magazine is great to um, to look at. And then being a huge foodie, I love that we have an edible Northeast Florida magazine. Edibles are all over the United States. Um, they're kind of like a franchise type magazine, but they're really great because each one of them focuses on the local scene, food scene of each city that they're in. And um, it just really pays tribute to the fact that Jacksonville has an amazing food scene from farmers and um, food artisans and um, lo- uh, people really looking to push the food scene forward from chefs and um, and all of that. So I, it's exciting that we're able to support that magazine. That there is enough to talk about on the on the first coast. That we can that we can keep that magazine going. Um, and then a couple other magazines. First Coast magazine that launched in December 2012, and it showcases uh, the vibrant culture of Northeast Florida. So it's, it goes down to St. Augustine and Amelia Island and all of those places. And um, it's really focused on the historical side of Jacksonville and educational. So you can get some great stories in there about the background of Jacksonville and nonprofits doing great work in Jacksonville, things like that. And it was just recently bought by Times um, Union Media. So we'll kind of see if it goes into a new direction. And do you remember when uh, the 
one of the only magazines around with Folio Weekly. Yeah, and I do. And what was that section at the end where you could you could see, like, people would write in and say, like, I saw this person. I saw you. The I saw you section. That was probably, I think that was everyone's favorite section. Yes. It was like, um, what's that Saturday Night Live skit or Mad TV skit, um, Lowered Expectations. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry if you ever wrote into it, but it was, it was it, it used to be a blast to, to read those I saw you. They still do it. I'm pretty sure. I have to go back and look. I haven't. I haven't read that section in a long time. I've gotten uh, more political in my uh, old age, so I read more <laughs> like the back page editorial and uh, the feature story. But that was like, yeah, whenever the folio came out, you're like, let me grab one real quick. Make sure somebody didn't see yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> or what? How are these jokers like? I remember my brother was convinced that the lady was talking about him. You know you good-looking surfer on the beach and you know and on and on and on all these great characteristics and he was like she's talking about me for sure he should have answered which one was it eric oh you know it was eric (laughs) you could have had a new sister-in-law i like the one that i have (laughs) um yeah and i still think the folio is necessary for um jacksonville especially northeast florida they really bring a lot of information and an alternative view to what's going on in the area. And that their investigative reporting, I think, is really great. Agreed. And then I just stumbled upon this other little magazine that is interesting. And it uh, I think it only has like four... It's only published like four times a year in print, but it's online. So it's constantly updating online, but it's called Coastal Jacks. And it's a magazine for the voice of the new generation of Jacksonville. So it's for like young professionals and students. And I really like it because it gives you, I mean, it talks about how the Regency Mall closed down. It talks about um, JTB before, when it was like the road to nowhere. It gives you all these like backgrounds on these great things that Jackson have. Yeah, I follow them on Twitter and they, they, yeah. There's a lot of times they post stuff that I find extremely interesting. But it's in nice bite-sized chunks, so you don't have to sit down and, you know, clear out 30 minutes to read it. You can just get what you need quickly. Are you saying I'm a slow reader? No, I'm saying, like, I sit down to read articles, (laughs) and then I just leave them because my attention, I'm like a cat. My attention gets taken to back, I go back to Twitter, go back to whatever else, so... I like that publication. I think it's cool. And it's started by a young guy himself. So that's cool to see that young professionals can Yeah, I definitely think it's it. it's some it's a it's a company to follow. Again, I follow them on Twitter. They're the coastal at the coastal jacks. Um, they have like what Jessica said, just a bunch of really interesting articles, um, you know, here about our wonderful city. And then the last one I kind of found, I never realized that this magazine was around and I feel ashamed. Um, it's been around since 2009, so it's been here for a while, but I just wanted to mention it. it's called Jack About Jacks, and it's the voice of the urban core. So it talks about all those urban core neighborhoods like Springfield, Murray Hill, Riverside, San Marco, Brook, you know, those really um, outlander deep Jacksonville, old, historic um, neighborhoods, and all the great things that are happening there and the great people that are promoting those um, good works in those neighborhoods. So I am going to find that magazine and start reading it it as much as possible. Um, And I don't know, do you have anything else to say about magazines? No, I think you hit it all. And then one of the biggest things 
that has happened in Jacksonville uh, in the past five years is that we finally passed the LGBTQ protection, which means for the first time, everyone living or visiting Jacksonville cannot be discriminated against based on their sexual orientation or gender identity. Uh, It took about five years to pass this bill um, through the city council, and I believe there was some pushback from the community as well. And they finally got that passed this year, which I think is a huge deal for Jacksonville. Absolutely. I think sometimes Jacksonville has gotten a bad reputation from some of the news, national news coverage that we've had happen here and, um, and some of the documentaries that has happened with um, on HBO. So I think this was a big step forward for this community and I really am happy that this is the direction that we're now taking. I think this is a big deal being um, a big city that we are. We really, we really should be passing legislation like this and making sure that discrimination doesn't happen in this city as much as possible. I mean, it's going to happen, but we really need to, um, you know, we have opportunity here to really make a difference now. So that is, I think, our roundup of the the Jacksonville's come a long way since the 90s topic. And um, next week, where I invited my friend to come join us and talk about um, networking in Jacksonville. So we're going to talk about all the different um, networking organizations out there available for young professionals, um, different types, depending on your interests. So if you want to be more social or if you want to be more um, volunteering focused, where you go in and help the community while you're meeting young professionals or if you're looking for a strong a woman's professional um, club or men's will talk about all of that and how you can find them and become a part of that community. And then the next episode after that, we're going to do as promised and talk about the different neighborhoods of Jacksonville and how to get to them and where they are and all the great things happening in those neighborhoods. So if you're new to Jacksonville and you're trying to figure out if there's Uh, other places for you this will be a great episode and even if you're a native to Jacksonville we've discovered that a lot of people don't know about the different neighborhoods so when we're talking about things happening in Riverside or happening in you know or Argyle or um, even like Edgewood Avenue or the north side you know we get a lot of puzzled looks so we're going to talk about that and demystify all of that information for you absolutely and I just wanted to make a side note too. I was when I was on social media today, I was thinking about this, but Jacksonville's hashtag game is super strong. Hashtag I love Jacks. <laughs> hashtag we love Jacks. Hashtag Iger's Jacks. Hashtag only in Jacks. Hashtag only in Duval. Yeah, <laughs> that is a great account to follow. Um, and we have a lot of people sharing amazing photos of this city any chance they get on Instagram and Twitter and that you know that's nice like there is a big community of people out there supporting um, anyone who's posting about something great happening in Jack's or um, a gorgeous scenery or an event 
and we're you know really supportive on social about that. So I think that's pretty cool. You mean like this goat on a leash on in Murray Hill on the west side of Jacksonville, <laughs> only in Duval? <laughs> yes, we we definitely live in a, in a great city of diversity, and um, and so I, I you know we we do have a strong social media game. My favorite thing in only in Duval is when they show the cars that people like. Like it's a Make Toyota Tercel, but they've made it into a Porsche. Yeah. Or something like that. That's pretty hilarious as well. We're innovative. <laughs> We're not going to let anything hold us down from yeah. having the best. Mm-hmm. All right. And so now it has come to the time in the podcast to say one thing we love about Jacksonville right now and one thing we greatly dislike about Jacksonville right now. I think you know what my dislikes are. We don't have an aquarium. Yes, and I only want to put the guilty fish in the aquarium. I don't want to put the innocent ones. So I will say that the one thing that I love about Jax is the people. I was thinking about it a lot today. I went out to the Riverside Arts Market today, and I sat, you know, by the river and ate my sandwich and listened to the music, and I looked around, and there's so much diversity in the city. And I think it's because we have, you know, large companies that are coming here or that have been here. We have the Navy scene, but for whatever reason... People fall in love with the city of Jacksonville and they stay here. So a lot of people that you talk to that live here came from somewhere else. You know, you your family came from I don't know Minnesota. Mm-hmm. My mother, came, you know, was from Spain. You know, my, so anyways, you always get these you, you get these pockets of people. You talk to them and you find out they're from you know somewhere different. They they it's just you know they bring their culture with them. And I really really love like that about the city of Jacksonville. I will say the one thing that I dislike about the city of Jacksonville right now is that our wonderful, fearless leader, Lenny Curry, did not tweet me back today <laughs> when I asked him what his one thing would be about Jacksonville. Um, Hashtag so, Penny! <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if he could jump on that, that would be great. ASAP. Otherwise, I'm changing residence. <laughs> Dang, that's serious. I think you're just starting a Twitter Twitter war now. I'm actually going to tweet him right now and say, what's up? <laughs> what's up, Lenny? Um, so I'm not going to be so philosophical in my one thing right now. Uh, but the one thing that I am loving about Jacksonville right now is the food truck scene. And there is going to be a food truck rally on August 5th at the beaches called Jack's Cot. I think they're doing it a few other places too. There's going to be like 15 food trucks out there, all of like different... Foods from different um, areas, like different countries, and I'm just really excited about that. Now, do you know about the food trucks that they do on Saturday on Kernan and Atlanta? Mm-hmm. I drove by that today and thought, I wish I would have not eaten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I how saw... How bad is it to eat again? I know. If I'm supporting the Jacksonville community... I saw that the Happy Grilled Cheese truck is actually getting a brick and mortar, so that's pretty cool. And then the one thing I dislike about Jack's right now is the awful smell of the factories on Norwood Ave area, North Side area. Um, we take our cat to the vet on that side of town to First Coast No More Homeless Pets. Shameless plug, my favorite place. Um, but dang, does it not smell bad on that side of town from the paper factories and all of that and just i just feel like there's more that could be done with that and i mean i wouldn't want to live on that side of town at all with that with the chances of that smell coming through any day so that's kind of my dislike for right now 
And now the final, final and most favorite part of our podcast is reading Jacksonville Mayor Lenny Curry's tweets. And tweets no Megan, by Lenny. And no, Megan, I do not see an at reply to your question yet. All right. So the first one, this one that had me a little, a little puzzled. I'm not sure if I would have captioned it this way, but it's a photo of a cat sitting next to an aquarium with a gecko. Gecko, one of those leopard geckos, I think. Or, and it just says "Hello!" Exclamation point. He was very excited about it being Saturday. I think and right after that picture was taken, the cat ate the gecko. <laughs> so it was more like "Hello, goodbye." <laughs> It got 11 likes. And then people I was like, one of those, Lenny Curry. <laughs> and then someone was like, what kind of lizard is that? And Lenny Curry was, gecko. And I'm going to go ahead and write a dead lizard. <laughs> and then the other one I pulled up was Lenny Curry. 10.43 p.m., 28th of July. I should be in bed, but football season has arrived. And the at NFL Network camp coverage keeps me up. That one got two retweets and 17 likes. And then somebody asked him who his favorite team was growing up. And he didn't answer him. Mm. You know, I think Lenny Curry, you you gotta answer people more on Twitter. And the third and final tweet from Jacksonville Mayor Lenny Curry is one of inspiration and deep thought, tweeted on July 27th at 9.49 p.m. He said, it is necessity and not pleasure that compels us. Dante, dash TDC. Okay, everybody, so that's all we have for today's show. Um, We would love to hear your feedback. If you have anything that you want to suggest or a topic that you would like for us to cover, um, we'd love to, to hear from you. Um, again, you can find us at Live Jack Live, Live from, from Jacks, Jacks um, on Twitter and Facebook. Um, but that's it for us. So everybody have a wonderful night, and we'll see you next, or we'll talk to you next Wednesday.